Hey chums, welcome back to a game with chums podcast. I'm your host once more, the glorious, the wonderful, the enigmatic, the mysterious Paul. Paulie C, Paulie B, Paulie G, Paulie. I like that guy, and he's a nice laugh. Paulie, first rounds on you, and um, yeah, that's me. I am Paul. And looking befuddled and slightly uh, confused uh, is my ever-glorious um, assistant stroke um, co-host, the, the ever-happy and adventurous Mr. Ross. How the fuck are you? I mean, whoops. How the devil are you? I don't want to swear first in the first it's minute. It's supposed to be a family show. Of the first minute, if we were monetized, this will get demonetized. But yeah, <laughs> how you doing? I'm all right, tired, but otherwise all right. Uh, That's all I got. Uh, all right, fuck me. All right, cool. Um, what you been there you up go to again? Man? What have you been? What have you been up to? <laughs> um, working mainly, but also what I've been doing. I've been, I'm trying to clear the decks because Starfield is coming out soon. Really? I didn't know that. I, I... So I've been trying to finish off um, Trails from Zero on PC and Jedi Survivor, which I've still played because I barely get any time to play my Xbox these days because I get in from work and I just don't want to lock myself in my room where my Xbox is, so I just haven't really been playing it. Um, so I actually bought a portable monitor a couple of weeks ago for like 130 quid. It's like a 15-inch screen, basically. You can plug stuff into via USB or HDMI. So I've been using that to play my Xbox in the main room. And um, while everyone else is watching TV, so as not to disturb anyone. And it's really good. I'm really happy with it. Um, finally actually making some progress on Jedi Survivor. I just did a big bit that is a big spoiler, probably, that everyone probably already knows. Um, in context, it's probably not a massive spoiler because it's a Star Wars game, but yeah. So I just did that. Apparently, I'm like 80% of the way through. So hopefully, I'll finish that this week. I'm in the last chapter on Trails from Zero as well. So once those are done, I'm not starting anything new until Starfield because I should hopefully be getting it on the uh, the early access launch, which is like the 1st of September, which I think is Friday after next. So I'm not starting anything until that comes out. And then I'm just going... All into Starfield. I'm going to spend like nine hours in the character creation menu. It's 500 hours building a ship, all that kind of stuff. It's going to be great. Also, yeah. I did finish my rewatch of um, Jujutsu Kaisen Season 1, and then I finally got around to watching Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, which was okay. And I'm caught up with Season 2 at the moment, which is also okay. okay. That's it. Yeah, just okay. Cool. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's 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 possible, yeah. It's fine. No, it's, okay. it's pretty okay. All right, cool. Not as good as season one yet, but it's only like five episodes in. Excellent. What, what have you been doing? Thank you. I was waiting for the prompt. Um, I have not been as productive as you. Uh, I played uh, more of uh, Dragon Age Inquisition, not Baldur's Gate. Dragon Age Inquisition on our um on our twitch channel i've completed the main story um this sort of ties into our main topic but uh i left out a lot of things like I, when i first done a playthrough i i tried to do everything 
you know every possible thing you can do in each region i try to do it but i left out so much and then i completed the game and now i'm sort of doing the the dlc because i never played the dlc i only played the the uh the dungeon crawl one the when you go into the deep roads yeah. the one i played and i didn't really like that because it's just a dungeon crawl so um i've left it is the weakest out. of the three so i'm doing jaws of hack on hack on i'm doing that that's pretty good mm. i like that one you know um you get to explore a new region and meet the indigenous um population of uh Ferelden and kill them and kill them a lot um they seem to be a play on the Celts and the uh, wildlings of uh, of uh, Game of Thrones, but they're not behind a big wall. They're just sort of in the mountains in the south. Instead of the north, it's the south. So, yeah, but doing that, so that's what I've been playing. But I, like you said, mate, I'm just getting ready for Starfield. Uh, I've tried not to start anything new. Uh, I have a huge back catalogue of, of, of video games which I'm probably never going to finish unless I like can retire early and just spend or you know this channel kicks off and then we just, <laughs> just becomes our main our main job um, that's the only time oh, that'd be uh, nice that would be nice be your own boss but that, I don't know that might that will happen this is just more of a side gig for us we just enjoy it and we uh... speaking of which we, we recently went to the London Anime and Gaming Con which was held in uh, Hammersmith, West London, in a hotel. What's the hotel called? Nova, Novera? Nova Hotel West. Nova Hotel West. Nice hotel. It's, nice. it's, it's enormous, that hotel. It's huge. It's huge absolutely hotel. huge. Um, yeah, and uh, we actually got recognized by uh, <laughs> by our one and our two fans that we've uh, come across. And that was very uh, heartfelt. And if you guys are listening to this or watching this, I uh, can't remember your names because we were, we were all quite dr- <laughs> bit, a bit bit slightly merry let's say all of us were so um yeah apologies for that but it was nice to meet you guys and thanks for the uh thanks for the words the kind words um, it was cool and also a little bit strange it's never been no- recognized never, anywhere before never uh i got recognized first and then i told roars and then they recognized they came up that we spoke to them I them quite for quite a bit because we were at the after show party which i have to say was shit Language again, Paul. We're never going to get monetized at this rate. It but yeah, was, it sucked. It wasn't good. It was like a school disco with a bar. It wasn't great. It was not good. I mean, we we got we got into it at the end. Uh, we were at the dance floor, just messing around, trying to request a song. They don't do song requests. What kind of DJ doesn't do song requests? You that know, kind of DJ. Wanna, that that's the worst kind of. Everywhere I've been to, like nightclubs and bars and stuff. DJ, if they if they want, they don't have to, but they normally do a song request because it's good interaction. You feel good. It's good for the for the crowd and everything, man. As long as they got the song, I don't see why they can't play it. And uh, they just said no song because I was just like, well, this is absolute shit. Then shit already, and it's gotten shittier. But um, it was like I said, it was like a school disco because they had because it was like the main stage area downstairs where they have most of the spaces like. There's like, stalls like on around the outside, hall, yeah, hall, and then they have all seating in the middle for like the um for the various events like the cosplay masquerade and everything, and they just moved all the chairs into a line around the outside of the hall, and it was it, I just looked at it and like this is like a school disco. It's like I've gone back in time twenty years. It's like the security was on one of them took the one of the security guys took his job very seriously, man. 
very silly. He, he that he lived. That was his one moment to shine, and he took that job extremely. I've never been searched so thoroughly before. To be fair, it was a good thing that they were searching people, but it was very thorough. I I just got patted down. I had a bag on me. They didn't even look at it because I got a different guy. He just patted me down and went, yeah, go on. All got like anally probed and everything. Exactly. I did, and it hurt. Um, Yeah, so that happened. So that was good. (laughs) But other than that, it's been been a quiet one, man. Like The preload for Starfield is now live. It's been live for like a couple of days. It's a big boy, 135 gig. So well, there's sure a thousand planets, Paul. Mm. Planets take up space. You gotta make sure you got enough space on your PC or your um or your Xbox. Um, so it's gonna take a. I I should have. I sh- I'm fine. So I've got a, a extra storage SSD. That's good. Um, that's coming handy. But yeah, man, I'm, I'm like. I mean, if it if if Boulders get if Starfield Boulders Gate didn't come out at so at a similar time, I'd probably be playing Boulders Gate on PC. Um, but um, I just can't really like get into a game knowing that I'm gonna stop, drop that, and then play Starfield. Mm. So yeah, that's good. Speaking of um, Boulders Gate, um, it's been it's reviewed really well. It's probably the best reviewed PC game ever. I think. 96 on Metacritic at the moment. Oh, it's got to be up there. Uh, it's reviewed extremely well. I think it's one of the. I think it's one of the top reviewed games on PC. Anyway, like I don't know since since Half Life Alex maybe. Half-Life, I don't even know. Yeah. I don't actually even know how that re- reviewed. I was doing a playthrough of Half Life Alex for the channel, and I got like halfway through it, and I just it was so much effort. <laughs> Yeah. So much effort recording VR stuff. So I never actually finished it. But it was extremely good. So yeah, it must have reviewed well. But I reckon this is probably like the biggest PC exclusive since then. I mean, it's come to console. It'll be coming to PS5 in September. The Xbox version is not going to come until next year. Or even... That's an estimate. Estimate. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a shame because like, uh, like people on... On Xbox, we're gonna miss out for a while. It's not even it's it's a PlayStation. It's an exclusive. What's it? Fly Fabric's got a ninety-three. That's kind of hard to see, but it's reviewed better than um, uh, Baldur's Gate Three is reviewed better. I mean, Mm. I, 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 um, I'm, 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 I do want to play it uh, because it's, uh, you know, I do like an uh, dungeon and dragons inspired world, and you know. Bioware, my once favorite developers, worked on uh, Baldur's Gate 2. One and, and two. One and two. And never went in the winter's night. Mm. Um, which is which is is a you know it's good 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 pedigree. Um so I, I do like a good Bioware game and obviously Bioware have been sort of floundering in the last few years. Um they they did well with um the Mass Effect uh, legendary edition, but that was already that was just a remaster. But um, yeah. So I, I do I do want to play it, but I just like I can't start a hundred plus game knowing I've got Starfield, which is going to take up most of my time, my free time. Mm. So, yeah, I've been, I've been keeping on the reviews and stuff, and like a few 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 people I know are playing it. They're all raving about it, and I'm like, I would really like to play it, but I've been waiting like five years for Starfield since it was first announced. There's there's nothing's getting in the way of that. Baldur's Gate will still be there when I when I finish. 
Starfield in three years. Um, yeah, I think it's gonna stuff is gonna be one of those games where I just don't complete the main story and just like like I did in Skyrim, just faff about in the world, like which is good, you know. That's what everyone loves start um Skyrim for, just to, sort of the freedom, mm. just do whatever you want to do, and it's going to be very similar to uh, Starfield. Um, you can also buy like you could in in um Skyrim, you can buy apartments, buildings, and stuff so that. In like the city, so that'd be good. You have your little home base there. You, know, you can build them as well. That like you could in Fallout Four, build your own outposts on planets oh, and stuff. That's oh, I was absolutely shit at that. On oh, I was terrible I, at that in Fallout Four, but it looks a lot mine, more intuitive in Starfield. Mine just looked like a, a, a shitty a shack. shack. <laughs> yeah. I thought, how are these people making these bloody like palaces? Palaces <laughs> with running water and everything, and I'm just got this little tin shack. It's like all of a bed in there. I was just like, oh, I suppose that'll do. Someone to rest my weary head. But um, yeah, man. Any anything in the in the world of gaming apart from Baldur's Gate that's been. Well, we're two days out from Gamescom, so that's going to be a thing. Yeah, I think uh, Jeff Keighley's doing the keynote thing on the op- like his opening night live thing he does yeah. on the twenty uh, second. It sucks that it's on a Tuesday. Evening. I don't understand why they're doing it on a Tuesday. Uh, that's yeah. where we are. At least it's in Germany, so the time difference is not going to be that big. Yeah, it kind of sucks when they do stuff like remember back in the days of Sony's E3 and it'd be on a, it'd start at like two a.m. Sony won't. Sony won't be. Sony won't be at Gamescom. They won't have a presence there. I think. Don't think no, they not. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, I think they said that they're not going to be there. They've got nothing to show anyway, to be honest. I mean, Supposedly um, the everyone... Xbox is going to turn up in a big way. But... Well, they would, wouldn't they? Because they've got Starfield coming out and they just want to sort of, sort of ride that hype train that they they, they uh, created for themselves with uh, with their um, recent um, showcase. So they want to sort of keep that momentum going. So I, 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 I suppose they're going to be there in a big way. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but what was I talking about before? Yeah, Jeff Keighley has yeah. said um, it'll be less about Open Night Live is less about announcing new projects and focus more on updates to some of the biggest games due over the next year. So maybe don't expect any like megaton announcements or anything. But Alan Wake 2 is going to be there apparently, so I'm up for that. I love me some Alan Wake. Very excited for Alan Wake 2. I don't know what I'm going to do when that comes out and I'm still 10% of the way through Starfield. That's yeah. going to be difficult. Well, that's Adam Waite would be more of a linear story, so you sort of can get through that in a few hours, um, about 15, 18 hours. Um, Depends, yeah. I mean, the first one was like 10, 12 hours, I think. It feels like they're going bigger with this one, but I doubt it's going to be like a 30-hour game or anything. No, I doubt that as well. I think it'll be a tight, cohesive story. They they, they didn't, haven't spoken about open world or <laughs> any, any of that sort of shit. Should just be sort of more of a focused, sort of tight, tightly knitted story. Um, it looks very good, though. I'm very, very much looking forward to it. Okay, love me some control. It's one thing I was always a bit sad about when Microsoft started on their acquisition spree that they didn't do it a little sooner and snap up Remedy because I love Remedy. It'd be great to see them with like that kind of resource behind them. 
Yeah. Um, it hasn't happened yet, like the big arms race. Um, I was really like when Microsoft started acquiring loads of studios, you know, as far as they started off small and they started buying publishers, I was like, fuck, is this going to start an arms race between um, Sony and Microsoft about acquiring as many studios and publishers as you can? It hasn't happened so far. Um, well, all... acquisitions have picked up, but it just hasn't been like publisher stuff really outside of Microsoft. And Sony have um, bought a lot they of bought... studios over the last, yeah, over the last like five, six years. Yeah, little small ones here and there. They've mm. closed down and then Bungie. Well. Mm. Yeah, but then Bungie. like you've got um, uh, Embracer have bought, they've got like over 100 studios and now they're going to start closing some down, which is just stupid. Well, they, that was a weird one. They just started buying all these studios, in it? And then it's like, all loads of small studios as well. And mm -hmm. They have some bigger studios, but they're not like huge studios like a Naughty Dog or a, you know, Rockstar or something. Take two. They've got like, I think their biggest one is um, Gearbox. Oh, and obviously they bought Idos Montreal and crystal dynamics recently it will suck if they close those down but yeah apparently they're they're trying to trim down now so that's going to be a mess but yeah, yeah. The, uh, the big acquisition still hasn't happened yet well there was talk about like them about sony buying uh square enix um but with the deal now of microsoft that they've um with the new ceo don't think that will happen mm. um yeah, it seemed, it seemed like it would be a weird thing to come on stage and announce if they were in the process of being acquired. Yeah, and it's made a lot of people upset, you know, that, you know, Microsoft does sort of patch things up with Square Enix. Mm, I don't know how much you know about Japanese culture. Mm. Square Enix just shot themselves in the foot. But yeah, um, maybe if Xbox is turning up at, well, we know they're turning up at Gamescom, but it'd be nice if they have some announcements and maybe some like Square Enix stuff to announce there, that'd be cool. Not saying it's going to happen, but it'd be nice if they did. And then if nothing happens there, maybe TGS might be a decent shout for more announcements. TGS is uh, Tokyo's game show, right? Yeah, which is also in which is in September sometime, like mid September, I think. Mm. So that could be an avenue to announce stuff. But well, I yeah. mean. It'd be nice if they released the Final Fantasy remake on the Xbox. Um, just for people, I played it already on PlayStation. You didn't, well, you played it and you made your feelings quite clear about you, don't, mm. you didn't really like it. Um, but yeah, it would be nice for them to finally announce the remake being released on Xbox. But don't know. I mean, everyone seems to have forgotten about like, Final Fantasy 16. No one talks about it anymore because of, you know, the huge roaring success of uh, Baldur's Gate. Mm. Um, it did so kind of it, seem like it come, came and went because of Baldur's Gate. Yeah, it just sort of like, it's just, it's just got sort of buried under the, all the praise and hype that Baldur's Gate 3 has rightly, rightly uh, achieved. You know, I've, I've watched a few videos here and there, not too much because I don't want to spoil it for myself, but... Um, it, it it does look like something I would really enjoy. Uh, I I do like the dice rolling aspect of it and the narration because you got a DM sort of narrating the um, 
the the, the whole get the game. So that that's a new take on it, and I I, I really find that in, interesting. And style of everything, it's very well, obviously very D and D. I I do like that, and um, yeah. So was this a surprise hit? Do you reckon? Do you reckon it was like people? Um, I think was expecting it to be as good as it is. Well, it was in early access for three years, and people that the sort of relative handful of people that were playing it. Well, I say relatively handful. I think there was like they had like two odd million sales in early access, but it was in early access for like three years, I think. And people that played it were saying like this is going to be big, but it, it does seem like the success of it has kind of caught everyone by surprise, quite to the like the degree of it. And um, there is also a degree of console warriors pumping it up as well, despite the fact they can't even play it at the moment. I don't want to make it sound like it doesn't deserve the plaudits it's getting. It absolutely does, given the reviews it's getting. There there are a lot of PlayStation fans kind of throwing their weight behind the game at the moment for obvious reasons, which is stupid because you can't even play it on console. Yes. Dumb. Yeah, like saying that, oh, it's a PlayStation exclusive. and Even a developer on on X or whatever the fuck hell you call it now, Let's just keep calling it Twitter. It says, no, it's not a console exclusive. It's just not, you know. It's sort of like certain fan, PlayStation fans are sort of, you know, sort of uh, white light, uh, sort of like holding this on the pedestal and it has nothing to do with Sony or anything. It's a multi-platform game. But um, I just think some of it's just like because of, you know, they're not getting... Starfield's not coming to PlayStation, so they're sort of yeah, absolutely is that. It's just a tit for tat, stupid console wars crap. Whereas the best outcome is both games are amazing. Yeah, and um, given some of the whispers that are coming out, like reviewers are playing Starfield now, and some of the sort of whispers that are coming out, despite everything being heavily un NDA'd, it sounds like that's going to be the case. Both are going to be amazing games. Yeah, that's the I best mean, outcome. It's already gone gold on sales so that's good considering it's coming out on game pass as well uh, uh, that's a good thing i mean um i'm gonna get a physical copy of it because i love love the art style the you know the art the, the, the cover of the standard edition that looks really cool i wouldn't mind getting that as a poster man that looks so cool uh mm. but uh, yeah i'll be getting i, I can get it on get, play it on game pass but i also like to have a physical copy of it so yeah can't wait for that man that's gonna be good Talking about games, we're going to talk talking about games and the length and brevity of games. This is going to tie in nicely to our main topic, Mister Rawls, which is remind me what it is again. <laughs> you come up with this, which, which is well, I kind of the idea came to me because I've obviously I've been on while you're on the toilet, reading. Right? No, I've been oh. following Night Starfield chatter on forums and stuff, and just. <laughs> It reminded me of, um, I mean, I do get ideas on the toilet, just not this one. But like people are talking about Starfield, and obviously it's a Bethesda game, and Bethesda games are huge, and people play them for hundreds of hours, and some people don't even finish the main quests, which is me. I've never finished a Bethesda game main quest, despite putting hundreds of hours into them. And, and it just made me think, like, how I play games is... Once I finish a story, that's it. I'm done. The game's the game is done. And um, so the question is, when is a game done for you? Do you ever go back in after the credits roll? Do you just do everything you can before? 
ending the story because you know you won't go back to it? Do you just keep picking right. it up every now and then and dipping back in? Okay. Um, yes and no. Uh, obviously, it depends on the game, like you say. Uh, Bethesda game, I've never completed the main story for a Bethesda game. I just anyone. I genuinely wonder if anyone has at this point. I just get too engrossed in what on the side content. I find the side content interest more more interesting than the main story, especially in a game like like um, Skyrim. I wasn't interested in like being the Dragonborn or like finding out what that meant or fighting the uh, what was the main dragon, Dar Darwin. What the hell was his name? Uh, I remember uh, now. The only dragon name I can remember was Parthenax, which is the one you speak to on the top of the mountain. That was the friendly one, right? Yeah. Oh, Alduin. That was what it was called. Alduin, the, the world eater. Yeah. Um. So I was always interested in doing like the assassins. Uh. uh um, story. Dark Brotherhood. Time. Dark Brotherhood was an amazing story, but it's even I like I said, I I, I recently uh complete well finished the main story of uh. Dragon Age Inquisition, and that was an open sort of worldish sort of Skyrim inspired game. And I never, I, I, I didn't, I when I first played it, I just, uh, I did everything, um, pretty much. And this playthrough, I just skipped so much. Even like what there's zones in there that you don't have to go to. There's nothing to do with the main story, and uh, I opened them up just to you know have them open on the map. But I did, I did, I just sort of didn't do anything in them i was like well i don't really need to do anything here but it's good to have that but you, you know if people want that it's good to have it but i found a lot of the um stories on there like so like obviously you got like the fetch quests and stuff like that and helping the uh like doing like remedial pointless like sort of quests but um yeah i mean it's, it's always good to dip in and dip out of a game like especially one that's not as sort of close-ended as as a, as those sort of of open world games um i know you could do that on far cry i remember like, the last far cry game i played was free and I, mean, I never played i never played them again so i never played any it's, of them i mean they're all the same game so you played them all i mean like we're, we're currently doing a, a, a playthrough of um Drag, um, Dragon Age of Halo Infinite and that sort of has that open world sandbox sort of thing and I completed the main story but I haven't dipped back in it apart from doing the playthrough mm. but you can just carry on playing it but I, I, I haven't and that's not a fault on the game per se but it's just sort of like I've done the story now what else is there just keep fighting grunts and the, coven the, the, um, the enemies there was nothing really there's stuff to find there, but nothing that would sort of want me to go back in there and sort of find it, if, you, if that makes sense. This is one I, that popped into my head when I thought of the topic, because I was like, if there's loads of stuff to do in a game, I'll do what I feel like doing. But then as soon as the credits roll, that's it, I'm done. I completely lose any interest in playing the game anymore past that, because I, I guess I get that sense of closure from it. And I'm like, all right, now it's time to move on. And even Halo Infinite, which I loved Halo Infinite's campaign. I really enjoyed the open world gameplay of it and just sort of running around and clambering up and grapple shotting up to like the highest points in the world to see if there was anything there and all that kind of stuff. And once the credits rolled on that, I was like, okay, I'm done. 
and I did go back in to do because I had like four or five high level targets. I went back in and got those, but that, I only did that because I made a video out of it for the channel. Like, if I hadn't have been making a video, I probably would have just left them. And um, I think that's probably one of the reasons I've got like 500 hours on Skyrim as well, because I haven't finished the story. <laughs> I feel like if I actually finished the story, I'd be like, yeah, Skyrim's done now. But the main draw of Bethesda's games for me is just the exploration. Like there's something about wandering around Skyrim and seeing what's over the next hill with like the Aurora Borealis in the sky and that music playing. It just is, it's, it's its whole, whole, whole own mood just exploring around in that game and seeing what you can stumble across. And that is more interesting to me than the main quest. I I feel like I got fairly close to the end in Skyrim's one. I actually found an Elder Scroll. So you have to get an Elder Scroll to go back in time and defeat Parthenax in the past or something, as far as I can remember. And I got to that point and I just stopped. I wasn't like disliking it or anything, but it's just the the Wanderlust is too strong in in those games and I feel like I'm going to do the same in Starfield even though I do actually want to know what the story is about I feel like if I follow it too closely I might end the game too quickly <laughs> because as soon as the credits roll that's it I just lose interest in the game I'm not sure quite why but it's just it's the same in every game like Dragon Age Inquisition when I first played it when it first came out I did over the main the base game and all the DLC, I did like 250 hours in it. I did almost everything in that game. And part of it was because even in like the zones where there's nothing to do, you find little lore tidbits and they like tie into the novels and stuff. And I really like the novels. But if I'd have finished the story in that, I would have left probably 80% of the game untouched and just never gone back to it. Yeah. Um, that's a good point. Like with this DLC, I, obviously I'll dip back into it. I mean, and I wasn't a big like person who liked downloading. I was kind of against DLC, but I've obviously like it's not going. It's not going anywhere, and it adds to the game. You know, like the Mass Effect like two had great DLC. Obviously, they had the uh, Layer of the Shadowbreaker, mm. and even Arrival was was fairly good. You know, they had some good bangers in there. So that's when the Sumi mission was pretty cool as well because it was so different. I mean, yeah, it was good, but it ended up, you know, sh you know, shooting, bang, bang, in the end. So I kind of would have liked it if it was a, just like at the dinner party, sort of breaking in. Then you didn't have to fight any enemies, but you still have to do that. I mean, it would have been good if they, it was just that, where Shepard had to use his charm and cunning. But the game's not built for that. It's built for shooty, shooty, mm. bang, bang, you know. I feel like Bioware re... Um... What I'm looking for, kind of return to that in a, in Dragon Age Inquisition, where you go to um, Orle and you have oh, like yeah. the big dinner party thing in in Orle, yeah, where you can just kind of instead of like going around killing people, you just having to talk to people and kind of figure out clues and stuff. Yeah, I mean, they still had combat sections in it when you were like certain when you go to certain areas, there were like enemies there, but it was very fair, few and far between, which I which. I found was pretty good, but yes, um, dipping in and out of a game, yeah, I'm kind of the same. And so once I see the credits, I'm sort of done because maybe it's because like you want to move on to the next game, you want to like sort of clear your back catalogue. But um, I if I if I dip back into it, I always probably just start a new game plus or something like that. Um, mm -hmm. that's what I normally do, but games with 
I think Trespasser is a definitive ending, isn't it? You can't go back into the world again. I think no, it I think it's um, it's all its own areas. And Trespasser is very good. Look forward to that. It's really good, especially if you like all the like Elven lore and stuff in Dragon Age. It's, it's just blows all of that wide open. It's so good. But yeah, it's all its own like bespoke areas. But yeah, like if, the, if new DCL, DLC comes out for a game I love, then I'll go back to it for that because it's more story content and it's like a continuation of the game. But I probably won't dig back into like um, stuff that I left undone at the end of the actual original campaign. But yeah, I've, I've always been kind of pro DLC. A lot of it does suck, but there are some really good ones out there. And when you love a game and they give you some, give you some more of it, and it's good. I'm I'm very appreciative of that. I mean, I like the option that games now give you that you can just go back into the world. Obviously, like the older games, it's just like once the credits gone, that's it. You're done. You can't go dipping in and completing missions you haven't, you know, side content you didn't get to finish. It's very much a new thing, I think. The new sort of uh, concept that where you can just sort of you finish the main story, but you can go back into the world and complete various little side missions and stuff like that it's just a new thing um but like once a game ended back in the day that was it you were like well if you want to play it you gotta you gotta start from the beginning sort of thing or reload a save or something like that i do like that option that you can have not in all games once i don't did the witcher do that witcher 3 no you know i can't to... remember once you see the main story, it was you could go back into the main into the world. It's a good question because obviously climactic things happen at the end of that game, so I do wonder. Um, I bet there is. I bet it does put you in like a certain world state just before the end or something if you go back into it. Because a lot of games do that. If you complete the game, they'll put you back in a world state just before the final battle and stuff like that. So I wonder if it maybe does that. But yeah, again, I completed the game and never went back to it. So. <laughs> That was a good. That was a great game. It was. Yeah, still is. Like, still people still play it now. Still I keep it. meaning to replay it so I can do the DLC, but because I've never done the DLC in it, but it's a long game. It's a long but... game, but uh, it's one of those games where they sort of put a lot of thought into the side quests. So a lot of the side quests are well, really well done, really well mm. animated. You know, a lot of the cutscenes are really well done. Um, some of the side stories and monster hunts were a lot more really a lot more interesting than sort of the main sort of narrative at that depending on what part of the world um the area you're in really well really well made i was just like damn i'm just hunting a hunting a fucking monster here and it's such a good story to it but um yeah i never i don't think i completed the witcher started it on my old xbox one x I never actually got around to finish it because then the time I was playing that the Series X came out and I sort of just forgot about it and started playing stuff on Series X. But um, yeah. Well, the good uh, news for you is it's had a Series X update, so you can just carry on on that and it will look a bit nicer. I know you don't play that this type of game, but GTA is one of those games I like to dip back in and out. Once you complete the story, you can go back in and carry on doing what you're finishing like little side there's a lot to do in gta like especially the latest one gta 5 which came out in 2000 two generations ago 2013 <laughs> came out on the 360 then it came out on the xbox one then it came out it's 
like out on the uh, Series X. It's like three generations, man. Like Rockstar take their goddamn yeah. time with games, man. They've milked that <laughs> game to high heaven. Yeah, they have. They only have a few like active IPs, and they milk those to hell, man. They're they're good though. I mean, the good. amount of copies that GTA Five has sold, though, I think it's like over a hundred million at this point or something. I think it's the best-selling game of all time. I mean, no, I don't think it's beaten Mine- Minecraft, Minecraft yeah. Uh, but best sort of story game sort of thing. That's another one, Minecraft. I never got into Minecraft, but people love that game. And you, it's the one you can dip in and out with. Like, it does have like an end sort of game game. I think you fight an elder, the elder dragon or whatever it's called. That's sort of like the end. But you can just dip in and out. I think, I mean, I might be talking out my ass, but I'm pretty sure you there is an end. I imagine you could because like the whole thing is the building aspect and the big playground. But, yeah, I mean, I, I only, I've only ever played like 20 minutes of Minecraft. I just didn't really care. That's because you're not with it, man. You're an old man, man. I used to be with it and then they changed what it was. Yeah, you're just like a tired old man with tired <laughs> face, tired balls. That's why we never get successful roars on our YouTube channel because we don't, we're not with the current trends of like gaming. We never got yeah. into Fortnite. We never got into um into Minecraft, and they're like the biggest bloody games on the platform. You know, <laughs> if you really want to get down with the kids, I don't be playing those. No, I just want to be sad and yeah. We we tried Fortnite. We did a couple of videos. It was fine. You got, you got to. It's, it's more of those sort of games. Not really a YouTube thing. It's more of a streaming thing, isn't it? Like those, especially those two. You wouldn't mm. really make videos on them unless you're PewDiePie, and then people will watch it. But if you really want, it's more of a streaming like that, and Apex, and all, any sort of like competitive games, more of a streaming. That doesn't really transfer well over the video format. I don't think me personally. I could. Be, I'm probably just chatting shit. I'm. A, I'm a tired old man as well with my tired old Guinness. Just want to go to bed, man. You know. You know when you start looking forward to sleeping, you know that's when you're fucking like getting old. Like, oh, I'm gonna have a nice kip tonight. Oh, can't wait to go. To- so, overall, do you dip in and out? Okay. Well, you don't know, so you just answered your own bloody question in the first twenty minutes. I did. Uh, so this this whole conversation was rather pointless, then, wasn't it? <laughs> well, another <laughs> game I was thinking about because I'm playing Jedi Survivor at the moment. And um, I have actually ignored a lot of the side content this time. It's one thing I think is actually worse off in the sequel. The first one had a, f- like the levels were big. It had a reasonable amount of side stuff that I kind of just went and did everything, almost everything in that game before I went and did the final fight and finished it. In Jedi Survivor, the levels are so much bigger and there's so much stuff. Like uh, you, you talk to people in the bar and you get a rumor and then you've got to go and, explore where the rumor is and find out what what it's about and you get like a mustache or something i'm just like i, I can't be bothered with all that so i've got like 90 percent of the rumors i've just haven't even bothered going to look at and i was just thinking the other day like oh, i want to get the game finished before starfield comes out am i going to do all that side content no i'm just going to go and finish the story and then like great game's finished time for starfield and it seems a bit of a shame because I appreciate that developers feel they have to go bigger for a sequel. But sometimes, you know, sometimes more is too much. I feel like Jedi Survivor is one of those games where more is too much. 
So you, you've, yeah. you're, you're with the philosophy less is more on that particular game. Well, sometimes it is. Yeah, I mean, it's not a it's not a across the board generalization. Like um, like a, a Bethesda game, more is more. You know, you want those worlds to be packed full of stuff to stumble over. But um, I don't know when you've got a very focused story like in Fallen Order and um, and um, Jedi Survivor. It feels a bit strange to keep going off the beaten path. I guess it's kind of like the uh, the old RPG kind of tug of war between oh the world is the world is ending and we need to like go and save the world now, but also this person's lost their cat and we need to go and find their cat. And it's like I want to do the side content, but it feels kind of weird in context. Oh, I'll definitely do that side quest. Oh, you absolutely would. Yeah, yeah. I love I love cats, man. Yeah, so my... this is why you liked Final Fantasy VII Remake more than mm. I did, because because of yeah, all the stupid cat. go and find five cats crap in it. I did, I did actually make a video of that as well. <laughs> I made a few videos of uh, Final Fantasy VII of the certain sections, which is uh, I didn't want to do. Obviously, one to do the whole let's play of it, uh, but certain sections I was like, yeah, I had to save for that, and I was like. And I was playing it. I was like, "That would make a quirky, sort of interesting video, like sort of snippet." We don't, we didn't really do that back in the day. We sort of were hundred percent let's full let's players, uh, which we're kind of not anymore. Uh, not like we're branching out into new things, but I think the let's play sort of scene is sort of like uh, a relic of the past. It's a shame. Uh, I think we were like about five years too late for that. Um, yeah. Sort of crazy. That was like the thing in the early twenty tens. Um, that was huge, but um, since the rise of um, Twitch and streaming, it's sort of like a, a relic of the past. Not many people are really into that. Um, uh, I, I I see ourselves develop turning into a vlog like channel. <laughs> they seem to do better than our, our video things and a podcast channel. I mean, I always thought to myself like, if once like if this channel like sort of did reasonably well, that um, I we would move i would i was thinking move the podcast and create its own sort of channel so so it was like have that on its own sort of thing but obviously like we we we, we don't we're not uh this channel still still grow still tr we're tr still trying to grow that so we can't really take away that but if that ever happened you know where people have multiple channels they have one for their podcast one for their i'm thinking of moving all that onto its own thing but that's that's just hypotheticals, man. I don't think it, that would happen. But if it did, by chance, I would say, well, yeah, I would like have its own separate sort of channel to sort of like focus on that, and, the, and this channel would be more of the gate of uh, video games and stuff, and maybe vlogs. But who knows, man? But yeah, um, well, I don't, yeah, I don't really. Back in the only games I did back into are the ones where it's just got no story. It's just a sh like I used to love like playing Apex Legends, so I can just dip into it. I don't have to worry about the mechanics or or the the story. I wouldn't be like lost or have to restart anything. It's just something I can just go in, bang bang, shoot shoot, get out and have a cup of tea. Um, with certain games, if I leave it for too long, I'm like, how the fuck does this play again? Mm. Especially something with like pretty like. Uh, particular control set like say something that you need you, like something that involves like you can't like a hack and slash but if you don't know the mechanics you're just going to get destroyed like if you've forgotten how to parry parry and counter and stuff like that then you're kind of like screwed you need to sort of start the tutorial again 
get back into it. Games like that, like it's a very like sort of specifically specific sort of uh, control scheme. You probably can't really leave that too long. But if it's something simple like I have a gun, shoot, you get that back eventually. Like you know, like the feel of it. But certain games, you can't really do that. So yeah, dropping. I don't really do that as well. I've obviously started games again. Uh, I've done the whole Mass Effect trilogy on Twitch. I've done Dragon Age. You know, I've come um once I've done the DLC and that's that sort of Bioware sort of thing done. I have to find something else to play. Um obviously I'll probably stream Starfield uh on glorious Xbox at 30 frames per second. But um, I was thinking, should I do it on PC? I was like, oh man, like that probably put a strain. You got a pretty good setup, man. You've invested a lot of money into your uh, PC. If you've not seen the picture on our Twitter of Raw's, Raw's is custom sort of like color scheme on there, or very Evangelion. <laughs> but yeah, that that could um, that could easily play stuff. I I've been hearing like, um, Baldur's Gate Three is sort of like, um, not tanking PCs, but Act three is 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 putting a lot of strain on PC consoles. Um, I think like Act three. Apparently, there's a massive save bug in Act three. Loads of people are like having to. People are losing like hours of progress. Yeah, they had to like roll back a, a patch. I think heard that as well. They, they, they put a new patch out, and it was just corrupt. Literally crashing everyone's game and corrupting their saves. Lovely stuff. Some yeah. a patch that's there's always a thing with patches, isn't it? Like they, they release a patch and then it ends up fucking breaking something else. Um one of the things yeah. we're hearing about Starfield is it's the least buggy Bethesda game ever. So that's what does that mean though, man? Like with a Bethesda game, you're always gonna get some sort of bugs. You're gonna, gonna be loads of bugs, or is it gonna be like, of it. Uh, but yeah, I mean They've had like a year to basically polish it, and um, people that have oh. been playing it, like reviewers that've been playing it early, have been saying it's very polished. And very yeah, stable. One, one guy's got fifteen hours under his belt, and he hasn't come across a single bug yet, which is. Mm. Uh, I mean, I'll admit the only, the only bugs I've ever encountered in uh, Bethesda games are like funny collision bugs, like like the mammoths getting sent up into the air and stuff like that by the. No, giants. yeah, I've had a few bugs on Skyrim. I've had like where. You fight a skeleton, uh, dragon. You know when it dies, it turns into a skeleton. Then it sort of tethers to you, and you're fucking like dragging it around with you. <laughs> or you, when you go out of the build uh, into a building, you come out and the skeleton sort of drops from the sky on top into the um, into the into the city. I've had that a few times. Um, See, that's, that's funny. funny. Mm. They are funny ones, but yeah, like a game like that sort of scope is going to be. Yeah. You're going to encounter some sort of like bug in there but nothing like that breaks the game just sort of something that just happens i think the only quest bug i've had is i couldn't finish one side one like tiny side quest because i found a guy in a cave before his family asked me to find him and then i couldn't go and and then you're supposed to speak to his wife or something and she asks you to find him and that starts the quest but if you find him first you can't then start the quest so it just remains Mm. like uncompletable forever i'm pretty sure Mm. it's the own across like i played it on Four platforms, I think. I started it on, yeah, I started it on 360. Did like 300 hours on that, and then um, I played like 20 hours on PC. I played like f- five hours on VR, PC VR, which is a completely separate version, which is weird and silly. Um, and I played a little bit on Switch. <laughs> I played a little bit on Xbox One. 
when they put the special edition out. And I think that's the only like quest bug I've had across all of those versions. So I've I've probably been very lucky with it, but any of the bugs I've had have always been like funny collision things like that that just like make you laugh. I do yeah, like a good laugh. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of one of the things that kept uh, Skyrim in people's minds, all the silly bugs and memes that mm. people were putting on YouTube and Twitter and everything. But it sounds like yep. Sky Starfield is going to be very um, stable. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to like they're fleshing out your uh, companions. They're going to have their own stories and stuff. I always thought that was kind of like the one of the weaker parts of like a, a Bethesda game. I know they try to do it in Fallout Four. They flesh out the they the characters had more they had their own sort of stories, but it was that one mission and that's it. You're done. And the romance option um quest uh, stuff on Bethesda games were absolutely. I I I'm a romantic at heart. I do like a good romance in the game. Uh, that's why I love Bioware so much because they do do good sort of romantic sort of um, stories, and everyone likes having a, a like a husband or a wife in, in game. Um, but they they said that they the the, the the your companions. I think there's like ten you can recruit um, that main main characters that can come with you. Um, they're going to flash out the uh, their stories and their um, and the romance options. So. On. I'm quite looking forward to it. I can't, I've got a feeling I know what the majority of the guys are going to romance is the, um, what's the blonde girl's name? She's on the art cover on the box as well. She's one of the main, st- I can't remember her name. She, <laughs> they mentioned Bear her name. Yeah. She, they'll be the leader of constellation. Uh, she's going to, she can join your crew and you can romance her, which I've probably be my option. Unless some like sexy alien comes along, but I've always <laughs> been very bland with my romance options. I I romanced Ash in 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 very um, vanilla. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I just I just like I couldn't do it. Do it. I couldn't romance Tally. Tal- no, never Liara. Tally, because like you couldn't do it in the first one, and she's a kid in that as well, so it looked a bit weird. Second one you can do that, but I was like, nah, she's like a little sister sort of thing um and liara never really sort of i mean she can live for thousands of years so it's like a short-lived sort of thing she's like can outlive you so it's just like yeah you know but with ash it was just like yeah you're there and you know you're a bit of a there you're there and a bit bit, you're a bit you're convenient got some you got some views but uh you know she has a character arc which i can you know in one in in one she does sort of sort of come sort of gets rid of her prejudices um in free as well so uh it's good um but yeah i'm I'm, i think this is like we're just all really hyped for starfield man and that's probably going to be a game that's going to consume our lives definitely from for the first first couple of months it's out it's gonna i need to clear the decks for it yeah it'll be just be like oh fuck me like I've got all this to do and you know, I've not even touched the main story yet. And I mean, I, I never really got into Fallout 4. Um Fallout 3 I liked. I played that a lot when I was in university on the 360. Uh I had friends like one of you know, like a friend like was he a friend? I think he was a flatmate who'd come into my room, he'd start playing it and I'd be like, Oh, can I like have a go? If you want it, come buy yourself a fucking copy in a, on PS3. Um, but yeah, it's that was a that was a good game. Probably their their Magnum Opus was probably 
Fallout 3. Ah, Skyrim, what am I talking about? Uh, but yeah. That's Skyrim for me. That game was that game was special. I think that was like well, that will go down in like the halls of like video games. Like it'll be, you know, the Hall of Famer. It'll, it, it's got a huge impact on the video game scene. It changed a lot, and um, yeah, I could um, it'll be up there in one of the best games ever. Even though some people in Red Two really actually trying to bash it now for some fucking reason, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I know the reason, but it's like with any game, you know, like that comes to Microsoft now exclusively, it's being bashed. So <laughs> that's good. Sounds like you've got a bit of a victim persecution complex there, Paul. Well, it's not a complex when it's actually true, though, isn't it? So that's <laughs> uh, that. But yeah, man, like, should yeah, we? I think, I think the takeaway is we're both going to be playing Starfield for a long time, and neither of us are ever going to finish the uh, main story because then we'll stop playing it entirely. Probably, yeah. And it looks like there's a lot to do there. You look at it, and I've only seen snippets and interviews and videos on it, and I'm just like, well, there's just a shit ton. They keep adding, not adding, but revealing more stuff you can do there. I'm just like, oh, slow down, chaps. Mm. I mean, like... Don't lose hours to the to building a spaceship. There's obviously magic, more magic, space magic, because there's that clipping, like in some of the trailers, where you're lifting people up in stasis. Mm. Well, that's going to be revealed. That's going to be part of... People saying there's no aliens in it, I think that's going to be part of the story as well, you know. Um, you're going to encounter aliens if they're hostile who knows because you don't know who the main threat is do you really because you're just an explorer at the moment there's no like sort of like this is the main this is the enemy in mass effect you you had the reapers and the geth uh and here in in skyrim uh it was the dragons are back in starfield i'm not too sure i know there's space pirates and stuff like that but there's no like yeah. sort of like main antagonist they're pitching it at the moment it's like go out and explore and like um answer the humanity's pressing questions are, are we, we alone and, and obviously mm. they show in the direct there's like a alien art there's like an artifact that's clearly like um of an advanced civilization and it looks like it kind of opens up a wormhole or something so i bet like i bet the end of the story will be like you you piece the artifact back together and then you meet aliens and they're like hi guys we're actually good guys and you're like brilliant yeah, nice to meet you. and then the credits them. roll and then uh, i and i uninstall the game uh, so i'll never play it again yeah i mean they, they've definitely made it so it would be like skyrim we just keep playing it for as long as possible who knows if they will add dlc to it probably will i mean well we know they are that's part of the um, deluxe edition you get the first expansion oh shit yeah that's true Shat oh, shattered space i think Oh, bollocks are you getting the deluxe edition i've <laughs> i pre-ordered the constellation edition with a stupid watch that's how Sorry. hyped i got you're so stupid i know <laughs> but and i bought the watch. headset even though i had the the normal headset did you buy did you buy the controller no i've got too many controllers i've got a design labs controller and an elite too so there's there's really no need for me to buy enough I, control i think i think i might dip in and buy the controller I, I i lack i only got my you know the one you know vanilla controller and i i was always into controllers i i, I got like a case like drawers full of like controllers from previous consoles 
But with this, with the Xbox Series X, I've only got one. And it's I had just like a, a dozen one. on the 360. I literally yeah. had like 12 controllers at one point. Halo controllers yeah. and Gears controllers and different colours and a wired one that I used to use on PC. Loads mm. of them. Yeah. Well, anyway, mate, I think that's it. Like, what is there anything coming up on the channel? Not we're we're gonna get back into to um to Halo Infinite. We will get back in there. It's cool. Put it on high ears, and especially with Starfield coming out, will we? Hopefully, we'll be able to get a couple more videos out for everyone. But um, yeah, obviously, been going to events and stuff, which kind of limits the times we can actually. Yeah, we got we we'll be attending um egx in excel center london we'll, we'll, we'll be going to that uh we got a friend who wants to go so we're going to take him show him right he's the same guy who, who went to mcm and we did a little video on him um mcm again in october i'll probably go to that both of those are in october i think yeah they are um and uh, we we we'll probably i have interior ulterior motors i, I raw's knows that what I'm going to do, I, I booked a table for, at the anime uh, restaurant. I say anime is probably more Naruto restaurant, but uh, I booked that and I, I do intend to make a video. Uh, hopefully the other two people who are with, going with us don't mind, but if they do, too bad. Um, hopefully the restaurant owners don't mind either. <laughs> yeah, they actually, they'll be fine. They'll be fine with that. Like I don't see them being a problem with that. They didn't say anything on the on the on the thing. I won't be that with a camera. It's just be on my phone, innit? So what is what is the place called again? We can shout it out. It's called something something dark side. Uzumaki. That's the one. Yeah. Uzumaki London. Them. Yeah. They they <laughs> hadn't they they were at MCM advertising their restaurant. So that's good. I was like expecting, oh, we found a niche little restaurant here, guys. Mm -hmm. And then it was at the biggest bloody comic, uh, comic, comic um, convention in, in the UK. I was like, oh, great. The secret's out. You got to yeah, book like, a table and you got to, you can only be there for like an hour and a half. So mm. yeah, it's like a big ramen place, anime characters all over the walls. And um, the food is expensive. Well, the food and the drink is expensive. It looks like you get a lot for your money. It looks like a big bowl of ramen. But, well, it's more know. of it's more of an experience, really. Oh yeah, I mean that's the thing. Or... Check it out. It's not we're not going to be going there every week, but it'd be good to check it out and see what it's like. Yeah, that's it. You need a good ramen place in London. And that's a well, that we do have some. It's just this is just a sort of like a not a niche themed thing, ones. themed thing, which all the sweaty or tacos and shit are going to go there. <laughs> Saying that, like. Before we wrap up, London Anime and Gaming Con, the personal hygiene there are spot on. There was I didn't smell any sort of smelly, nerdy, or tacos. MCM, it's bad. been better, but it's still pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> come on, guys, it doesn't cost much just to wash and put some deodorant on. But yeah, That's the thing loads yeah. of people stay at the hotels nearby. Your hotel room has a shower. Use it. Yeah, you've paid for yeah. it. Yeah, I mean a lot of people at the MCM, the MCM. Um, London Anime and Gaming Con or LAGC, they stayed at the hotel as well. So, yeah, they're using that. I don't know how they afford it. It looks like none of them can afford much, but yeah. Um, 
Yeah, we also probably there's a an event in Brighton that we're we're looking at eight pound fifty to get in. That's an anime thing. It's probably going to be absolute poo, but mm. I think it'll be nice for a day out and somewhere different. Brighton's um, great, so you know. Yeah, even if I the mean, drinking Brighton. Yeah, we will have a few drinks. We were planning. I was hope, looking to stay over, but the one night is just really expensive. So we just probably just get the train back to old Croydon with a. Uh, Cool. Right, between our legs. He'll be coming with us as well. And as soon as I mentioned we might stay there, he's like, Oh, it's all right, lads, I'll just get the train pass. Like, all right. See <laughs> I know he's married though, so you know, I can't leave his missus alone for uh, for a day. But anyway, yes, well we'll be I can't remember the name of the place in Brighton. It's called Anime Expo or Con or something. <laughs> I don't know. Let me see if I can Some... get it out because you WhatsApped oh. it to me the other day, so I might be yeah. able to find it real quick. Let's find that. Because I did say to Roars that I'd kind of like to go to... Oh, I better not show a WhatsApp channel, eh? Yeah. A WhatsApp channel. It's called Animanga Pop Brighton. Yeah. I mean, from the look of that alone, it's pretty good. £8.50 to get in. Much cheaper than anything in London. Probably just mm. going to be like a, a room in a hotel. One a holiday in. <laughs> It'd probably be really poo, but we'll go there for a bit, do a little video, and then... Um, yeah, it, well, I mean they must have held it before because it says Animanga Pop Brighton is back, so there must be videos online we can check out and see what it's like. Or if you've yeah. been, let us know what it's like. Yeah, we do want to sort of branch out and go to different ones in UK first off. Who knows? Maybe and get invited to ones abroad. That'd be nice. But um, yeah, we we do want to sort of go around try different cons because. As much as I love the London ones, they are they, we, they're so familiar to us now. They're like a second home, aren't they? Really, we 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 know them so well. Uh, it would be nice to go around the UK and try different ones. Maybe one up in Scotland, Wales, uh, anywhere else. Really, to be honest, uh, probably be all the same. Just you know, different accents, isn't it? Really. So, um, but yeah, I think we'll leave it there, Ross. I think we. Uh, sort of stretch this topic out as much as we can and uh we're all done now so yeah uh thanks for watching thanks for listening you can get us on any sort any um podcast platform and yeah thanks for again for being a wonderful co-host mr ross thank oh, you anytime yeah bye bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Dun.